Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. You're now listening to part two of a two-part episode, which features a conversation I had with two of my American friends recently about the US presidential election. Um, The election day is going to happen on the 8th of November. Um, So we have just less than a month until we find out who is actually going to be the next president of the United States of America. And of course, you can't have missed all of the media coverage which is going on all around the world about uh, this extraordinary election campaign. Um, Naturally, you know, you must know, the two um, main candidates are Hillary Clinton for the Democrats and, of course, Donald Trump for the Republicans. And uh, in this conversation, I'm talking to my friends Sarah and Sebastian, who are both originally from the United States. We're talking about the whole election, uh, focusing um, on the two candidates, talking about what they stand for um, and um, what they think about the candidates and all that kind of thing. You should listen to part one of this conversation first. Um, And if you've already listened to part one, then you'll know that we already talked quite a lot about Donald Trump. Uh, It was quite an opinionated conversation. Also quite a fast conversation with lots of... um, uh, lots of comments going on, lots of people, you know, the three of us talking quite quickly um, and talking over each other sometimes. It's quite a challenging conversation to listen to, I expect, but that's a good thing because you shouldn't always listen to things that you understand easily. It's important to challenge your listening sometimes and listen to things which are slightly above your kind of comfortable level of, of listening. Um, so I expect this is a challenging conversation to listen to because of the speed and the the way that we're talking over each other and also because of the um, the content. You know, a lot of the vocab is probably a little bit specialist when we're talking about American politics and all of the issues and things like that. But that's a good thing, okay? So uh, keep listening, even if it's difficult. I'm now going to stop this introduction and we will dive back into the conversation And I think the last thing that you heard in part one was um, us talking about Donald Trump. And now we're going to turn our attention to Hillary Clinton. Okay, so I'll now let you listen to the rest of the conversation. And here it is. Maybe he really does believe all this stuff, or maybe he's just a, uh, an out-of-control egomaniac. But that's, that's the thing, and that's why we're fascinated with him, I think, now. I mean, you know, we're, just, you know we haven't talked at all about Hillary. No, just, no. Just, yeah, just, no, no. You know, it's been like a half yeah. hour, and we've just been talking about Trump. I, it's so fascinating. There's so much to talk about, but we have to talk about Hillary, too. But before we do that, right, um, I, I just wonder who is voting for Trump, or who supports Trump, and why do they support him? Who are these? Well, I think, I think 
this is kind of kind of dovetails into Hillary because I think some people are voting for Trump and a lot of people are voting for Trump because they don't like Hillary. Um, and to be honest, I understand why the people don't like yeah, Hillary. I mean, there, yeah. there, you know, there are lots of suspicious things that she has too. There's some scandals attached to her. But I'm not I just saying like to say as, when you compare, because this, um, this is the thing course. people try to compare that it's not apples to apples. It's it's apples to oranges. And she, mm-hmm. yes, she has her things, but compared to Donald Trump, it's like she's always, you know, she's. Well, that's why that's why right. I'm not voting for Trump. But I, I mean, know like, I'm just saying because course. that's what people like to argue. I'm but, sorry, I'm yelling in the no, microphone. No, no, you're okay. You're good. Um, 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 I, I guess uh, what Trump, uh, what he's profiting from here is that uh, Hillary represents the political class. Yeah, and she does. and Trump has presented himself to the electorate as an alternative to the mainstream political system and mainstream media and things like that. Now, Donald Trump is not some sort of underground candidate. He's as mainstream as anyone else, you know? Um, and he's as corporate... More mainstream, really. He's, he, he is corporate. He is a corporation. He is a corporation. Yeah. Um, and so when funny. he points the finger at Hillary Clinton and says, you know, she's backed by corporations and all this stuff, Trump is a corporation. So <laughs> back, if she's dirty... Backed by his own corporation. If she's dirty, then he's just as dirty. And he's, you I'm know, not... You know, I mean, I mean, you know, that's... You know, definitely, I'm, uh, Hillary's a better option. But I'm saying, I'm just trying to explain. Yeah. Coming back to your question of why people might not want to, mm-hmm. uh, well, why would they vote for Trump? Is because I think there's a dislike for Hillary, and they focus on her scandals and and the fact. And I think there are people who want change in a certain way, and they think what Trump is promising is change, not necessarily for what I think is better. You know, the the better America. Uh, but it's it's promising change. Where honestly, I'm voting for Hillary. I don't think she's going to change much, and I don't necessarily agree or think that she's going to be the the new hope for the United States of America, like Obama kind of made us feel uh, eight years ago. Mm. He kind of gave this. I don't know if yeah. you, uh, if you you feel the same way I did, but like I remember, like eight years ago, there was like. There was so much inspiration. We kind of felt like we we found Martin Luther King again. It was amazing. He's <laughs> he's such a good speaker. He's so charismatic, and and so we really felt you know the whole so thing, yes Bill we Clinton, can. By the way, <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton is, is well. another charismatic um, politician. Yeah. I'm just saying, but um. and so I mean Hillary doesn't have that. I feel like Hillary is less talented in that regard and so i don't think at least what i feel when i listen to her, i don't feel like yes she's going to bring all the change that I've, we've all been hoping for uh for years and years and so in some way people are like oh well i want change and i want change in a certain way and so they vote for trump you know did, did you know this that um um uh, a democrat has never like when a democrat is incumbent Another Democrat has never been elected immediately afterwards. Really? Yeah. No, it's only happened twice. And the only two times it's happened is is when the previous Democrat uh, president was uh, extremely popular. Those are the only conditions it's happened before. So Obama would... I think fall into the extremely popular category. No, no? his his approval ratings are very down. low in the really? states. Yeah, because you know in the United States, uh, people for some reason have decided they don't like him anymore. Well, here's the thing that's interesting about Hillary Clinton. Um, Turning you up when she was Secretary of State, she had huge approval ratings, like seventy percent. People thought, yeah, she's doing a great job. Mm. It's just when she goes into the elected office role that people really tend to turn off on her. So it's kind of funny because her last job, Secretary of State, which, you know, 
it's it's a cabinet secretary. If something happens to the president, the vice president, there, you know, there's an order. I don't know where it falls in the order, but like, yeah, she's she, in a, she's in line to be you know the president. People thought she was great and loved her and yeah. lauded and you know all around the world and Obama, la la la. And then when she you know when she ran for Senate in New York, it was the same thing. There was a lot of Hillary hatred. I honestly think, and I do believe this, I think that she's held to a different standard because she is a woman, uh-huh, and I think yeah. that. And she's she said this actually recently. Like she she can't she doesn't have the same quote unquote talents of being as charismatic as Obama or Clinton or her husband because mm. it's like she almost, you just can't like you're just as a woman it's like you I don't, don't I don't think I don't think it's a question of being a woman I I mean I, th- I think lots of people don't like her because she's a woman I, that I agree but I don't think the the charm the charismatic aspect but I do because do. I how how many women would you describe as charismatic in a non-sexual way that's a very interesting point that's a really really good question how many in a non-sexual women, way in a non-sexual way how many women are charismatic and charming well I don't know there's well, a lot, of, I, lot I was, of movie stars that, that I think are charismatic and, and engaging most of them are hot most of them are attractive so there's that sexual not all element of them, not all of them are yeah. I mean no, like, but, but, you know, I, could, I could list a bunch of female actors who are uh, uh, charming and interesting, um, rather rather than just being hot. I'm just the reason why I, I'm not saying that people aren't voting or don't like her because she's a woman. I don't. It's not as blatant blatant as that, but it's. A, I totally believe that she's held to a different standard yeah. because she is a woman. Did you see? Um, uh, because the- it's hard. It's it's hard to be a woman in the public figure. She can't be too pretty, or she's dumb. Uh, so. She already, you know, someone could criticize her saying she's not grandmotherly enough. She's not, you know, she's, she gets told that she's cold and all these things. But she can't be too friendly. It's like, as yeah. a woman, you're never doing it right. Well, I'm at, could I give an example of sure. someone who I think is not, you know, don't think she has a sexual way and which is much closer to this, uh, meaning in politics, is Michelle Obama. I don't know if you saw her speech at the Democratic National Convention, but wow, look at it. You'll see how she is amazing. She learned from her husband. Totally. Because it has to be a man. man. No, I'm kidding. Right. Because she learned from him. No, no Michelle Obama she, is she phenomenal. She had the room with her. Totally. And I was like, Michelle Obama is going to run for president. If, if whether or not uh, Clinton wins, she, I'm going to tell you that like, if, if, if it's Trump uh, next uh, now, next election is going to be Michelle Obama. She is, if she, if she wants to do it. Because she had the room like on on their feet, and she was so charismatic. I wasn't sexually attracted to her at that's all. A, that's a very she good was, example. Uh, I would agree. I would agree with you with and, that. And she was exactly what Clinton doesn't have. But she's not going for the power position, and I think that's therein lies the difference. Again, it's the same thing. Like Hillary Clinton can be palatable and great in her job as Secretary of State, but when she wants the power position, like how will things flip on Michelle Obama if she decides to run for president? Yeah, okay, but we're talking about charisma. And uh, yes, th- this, sh- she has it. She has something that Hillary never had. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay. fair enough. Right. I would agree with that. All right, but I, I I see where you're coming from about the fact that it's much harder to be a, a in a position of power when you're a woman because you never seem to get the image right and right. and you know and all that sort of thing. But there are, there are also other things that people often say about Clinton. Now, whether they are motivated by gender prejudice or not. I don't know, but what some of the what are some of the other questions that people have raised about her? Like one of them was that, as um, Secretary of State, people question the way she dealt with the Benghazi 
Libya situation, and that she's been criticised yeah. for for how she dealt with the 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 action in Libya and also the, the war on terror, the and emails, the yeah. email scandal, which is basically the email scandal is that she had. Uh, when she was Secretary of State, she was supposed to use a public email um, address, which Server. is open to scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's, they're basically public documents. Well, hers would be prob- classified, but eventually could become unclassified right. and open. The, yes. If there was a, an inquiry the that they would be available. The Freedom of Information Act, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But she didn't use a public uh, uh, account. She set up her own private email server, which was stored at her home. And all of her emails went through that server. And um, since this was, uh, this became an issue. She was she she um, she gave uh, the server uh, to the public body, whoever it was. And um, you know, half the emails were missing. Uh, of of the remaining emails, a lot of it was redacted. You know, a lot of it was actually edited out. A lot of the content. Yeah. You know, obviously, she said that a lot of that was personal stuff that you know was was not relevant. But it. Ultimately, that raises questions. Now, I don't know whether she was up to no good or whether she has something to hide. But the pure fact that the the whole thing happened means that people have a trust issue with her, right. and they wonder: that's is she hiding the, something? Yeah, that's one of the big critiques people have with her, and and yeah. and I agree. I mean, like, I don't necessarily. I'm I'm honestly, I'm voting for her. Because of Trump, yeah. I mean, because the the option is <laughs> is Trump. It's the so, lesser of two evils. Yeah. I'm so. not. I'm voting for her because yeah. I'm with her. You're a hill cat. I'm a hill girl. Yeah, no. I mean, that's and um, just just to like say like I'm all in, and I voted for her in 2008 too. Yeah, and uh, she didn't win, so that's fine. I voted for Ob- happily voted for Obama. No problem yeah. there. I don't really know where I stand, but I, I'm just trying to get a general view. And at least so that my listeners kind of get the whole picture too. Uh, but, the, you know, the people have a problem with Hillary as well. And I guess, yeah. as you said, Trump is, is benefiting from this because he's presenting her as if she's like a, the, the embodiment of mainstream politics and the mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of sceptical people in the States, a lot of anti-government feeling and things like that. And Trump is kind of using that to his advantage. Well, I think, I mean... This is kind of going back in time a little bit to the Democratic uh, primaries, but I was very much for Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah, me too. Who was very anti-establishment and against the system of kind of what we're talking about earlier about the whole like PACs and super PACs (laughs) and and corporate sponsorship Mm -hmm. of – uh, of candidates and saying he was very much for getting money out of elections, which I totally agree with, and and I and I think it's gotten way out of hand, and it's not a democracy anymore, and so in in, in some respect, I don't think, as I said before, I don't think Hillary Clinton is going to change much of that. Yeah. I think in you know if she gets elected four years down the road, it's good, it's going to be the same sort of democracy that we, well quote unquote democracy that yeah. we have today where i felt that bernie sanders was really pushing for a change he has his flaws as well he definitely has much less experience than hillary clinton does but there was there was a sort of movement that he was starting and really putting lots of things in question yeah. and so um you know i was very much for him and so as i said now i'm for hillary just because by default by, by exactly by yeah. default because you don't want to see the US implode exactly even though you're now a French citizen so you're safe but <laughs> well, um, I don't know. nobody's only, safe <laughs> nobody's they're only across the pond yeah. they're only there. Um, well I for me um, I disagree I do think Hillary Clinton will bring change because 
as much as I think Obama did talk about hope and change, and he did change some things, I think he, tr- he tried. He tried. He yeah. was blocked by the Republicans. He was blocked, and I, so I'm not. I'm not fully criticizing him, but I think in some ways, um, like one of my criticisms of Obama, I always felt like he was like lukewarm towards women's issues. He never really engaged with them, and even sometimes with like African American stuff. I think because he didn't want to be seen as yeah. the black candidate, so he kind of pulled back. Uh, in some ways. So I, I, for me, I feel like Hillary Clinton will do things for women. She's been, women and children have been her education, have been her platform since she was the first lady of Arkansas. So that has never changed. And I think she will do a lot of things to help women and children and education in the United States. So I I feel hopeful. I hope so. As of, as of, as a woman president who cares about those issues, who, you know, Meanwhile, in every state and, you know, they're trying to get at the federal level, they're trying to defund Planned Parenthood, which is an organization that helps get women's health issues, not just abortions. That's a very small part of what they do, but birth control and just women's health. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess a lot of the so, a lot of the criticisms that have been leveled at Hillary have actually distracted us away from the things that she stands for. Yeah, and we actually, barely talk about it. Well, yeah. yeah, we hardly ever yeah. talk about it. We just talk about how crazy Trump is. Yeah. We talk about but, how corporate. Hillary is and her and we, scandals and, we and, not, her, and her scandals which you know and the scandals sure. you know all that stuff like the the, the the controversy around the email account and and her su- suggestions that she takes money through her foundation and things like that and and stuff like that but we don't often talk about her policies um, let's see if we can really quickly fly through some things and see if we can establish basically what the two candidates stand for on these issues. <laughs> Don't worry, all right? Don't worry, it's not going to get too quiz? it's not going to get too specific. It's kind of a quiz. If you think if you want to think of it like that. <laughs> so let's start with the economy, uh, specifically tax. Taxation. It's pretty simple. Uh, Hillary, what where is Hillary? It's the st- economy stupid. Do you yeah. know that line? Uh, I've heard that line before. Where's that from? George Bush the 1st. Right. Uh, it's the economy stupid. It's the economy stupid. So and it's now a catchphrase. It was and I can't remember if he said that during his campaign, which is why he didn't get reelected. <laughs> or, if, uh, but anyways, so that's a okay well, political uh, quote. So, um, uh, wealthy pay more tax. Who's who? Uh, who do you associate that idea with? Where's our buzzer? <laughs> wealthy people pay more tax. That, that would be Hillary. That would be Hillary. That's a basic tenet of. Democrat Democratic policy, yeah. right? Which is like tax the rich and f- use the resources to fund, you know, right. local pro- local projects to help uh, people who don't have much money. Some yeah. would Re- say in the U.S. that's socialism, but yeah. they don't know what socialism means. So, <laughs> <laughs> sort of, well, I mean, in some way, it is. I mean, socialism, some, yes. generally speaking, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's, when people, I mean, people love to say Obama was a socialist. I'm just like, I live in a socialist country with a socialist government. Well, the different degrees of socialism, but yeah, I mean... But also, yeah. because um, they in America, people use the word socialist like it's a dirty word. Yeah, well, yes, they, they exactly. associate socialism with communism. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Automatically, socialism which, means communism, and which means a totalitarian state. We, we, we don't, I don't think it's a dirty word. I think that it's fine, really. I mean, you know, obviously not every single political system is perfect, but there's a lot of good things about socialism, like, you know, help... I wasn't help. saying it as a negative. I'm just no. saying that people don't even understand what the words mean and the the differences between the parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a socialist principle. But basically, redistribution of wealth and helping people who are disadvantaged by... 
you know, taxing the rich a little bit more and taxing companies and stuff. That's a that's a Democrat policy. Whereas, basically, um, basically Trump is is kind of like just give t- tax breaks to the wealthy. Let the rich be rich. Like me, as I have evaded my taxes. What because of this theory? <laughs> well, especially Trump, about, you mean? Not, yeah, not me. <laughs> not, not Sarah Donald. No, Trump. Like. Donald Trump has. Well, I mean, often the the people, the rich, think that if they're taxed less, they're going to give more. They have more freedom, and they're going to give more jobs. That they're going to run the economy. Trickle down economics. Yeah, that kind of idea, okay. which is. I, I, <laughs> Sarah said it well. Uh, she, yeah. I don't know if everyone heard that. Um, After we had, yeah. Sebastian, you have to go in yes. a minute. Um, let's see if, how much of this I can achieve before you run out the door. Uh, immigration. Uh, allow immigrants to become U.S. citizens. That's a Hillary. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton. That's yes. right. She, she <laughs> thinks that uh, immigrants who've come to the United States should be given a path to citizenship, whereas. Um, um, uh, uh, Trump basically is like, no, get rid of all the undocumented uh, immigrants. Right. Yep. Maybe Throw all them the out. immigrants. All the immigrants, maybe. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I worry about, uh, you know, Sebastian has children who have two passports. I'm going to have a child who has two passports. And I worry with someone like Donald Trump, like, would he say, no, your, your kids aren't U.S. citizens? No, they're white. <laughs> they're white and no. they're not Muslim. You're fine. But I'm. But I, seriously, like, if yeah. I would be worried that he would threaten something like that. But just imagine if you're like a Mexican family, and you know you've got kids, and uh, the mother of the family yeah. was an undocumented migrant, you know, or, or she's come into the country and she's she came in on a temporary visa and she's outstayed her visa, but she's wrapped up in a relationship with a with a another Mexican guy who's got. This an actually American- sounds like a, a Telemundo series. <laughs> it does. It's like a TV series. <laughs> and, 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 and often they're working. You know, like many... Yeah. Uh, like yeah. She's, she's, she's undocumented because her visa has run out. She's with another Mexican Mexican guy who's got American citizenship. They've got a family. They've been together for a year. And her visa has run out. She's an illegal immigrant. According to Trump, he would break up that family, yeah. pull her out of the house and the country, and... You know, all for the good of, of America. Um, so, right. you know, it, we have to remember that this sort of thing does mean breaking up homes, pulling people out of buildings, you know, sending squadrons of people round to actually round people up and put them into uh, penned-in areas before then moving them out of yeah, the country. And, ne- and never to be allowed to... Never to be allowed back. And, yeah. you know, it's, it, it, it's horrific to imagine yeah. armed police moving people around the, yeah. the place. I mean, it's... I it's, wasn't trying to make my personal concerns sound... No, that's compare my Compare the two. No, but I, I mean, that's definitely a real threat, but I... Just think of it as what's American living abroad. Right. If right. Donald yeah, Trump becomes we, president, we no what, are, oh, yeah, yeah. what could be the implications? How far could they reach right. for my personal family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's scary. And but then there's for the people living in the U.S. who are have it's a huge, huge mm. concern mm. for absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. Way more close than mine. Gun, just want to say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, gun control. Basically, Clinton is like, yeah, control guns. Uh, uh, Trump is like, just have as many guns as you like. We don't care. Yeah, he said after the Paris attacks that the Paris attacks could have been prevented if the good guys, quote unquote, had guns. Right. So, so if we'd the, the Bataclan sh- wouldn't have happened if the the, the <laughs> so people if- watching the concert, had the guns. Eagles of Death Metal. So had, Paul Taylor had- and Robert Haynes should have been armed 
so that they could have gone down the street and had a gun, had a firefight with them. No, no thanks. Um, um, I don't think Rob should be allowed to have a gun. <laughs> um, right. Uh, foreign policy, war on terror, too, too complicated. Healthcare. Wait, is that Donald Trump's position? Yeah. I feel like that is. He's like, war on terror, too complicated. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm not going to go through all the issues because uh, Sebastian's got to go. We've run out of time. But you, you can continue. But I can Donald continue. Trump we can continue, yeah. for foreign policy, he thinks it's great if other countries have nuclear weapons. Does he? Yep. Why? He thinks it's a good idea to have Iran and Japan and he's like, yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. That that's just, know. that's as far as I got. And I think that's as far as he got. <laughs> but he was asked the question, uh, would, you know, if these other states had nuclear weapons, do you think that's good or bad? He's like, it's good. There's also questions about whether he supported the invasion of Iraq in 2003. And apparently at the time he supported he it. At the and time. now he claims that he didn't. Yes. Um, so, you know, and it was probably Hillary Clinton's fault. Right. Okay. <laughs> healthcare, healthcare. So Clinton believes in a version of universal healthcare, not full uh, free healthcare, but some sort of, you know, Obamacare. Yeah, I, I don't I, know the difference between uh, Obamacare and what she's proposing. I don't know if it's... Uh, Maybe she's just trying to salvage Obamacare from yeah. getting totally wiped out uh, she, in the Congress. She believes in something like universal healthcare, whereas, of course, Trump believes in private healthcare all the way. Mm. Um, he's against universal healthcare. Abortion, we already know. Uh, Hillary fully stands up for the rights of women to have choice uh whereas trump says no no abortion in fact if women have it they should, <laughs> they should be, be punished, punished. Yeah. um the environment um so uh should we take action against climate change uh, is it a man-made phenomenon uh, according to donald trump climate change is um, was invented by the chinese yeah it was invented by the, the chinese, chinese yep. to, to so that to hurt american business yep right to, to curb american you know to say that that america's polluting and so that it forces American business to produce less. It's not like the Chinese are the biggest proponents of climate change uh, policy. No, anything, no they're, they're one of the biggest pollutants. Yeah, they are, actually. Uh, so polluters. he thinks it's, it's all made up. He, he said that at the presidential d debate, or at some thing where he was on a podium, that he, it's the Chinese who yeah. have invented climate change. So he's a denier. He's a climate change yeah. denier. Right. Okay. Like half the American Congress, most Republicans deny climate change, mm. you know, scientists, science. Because yeah. they, they, they don't agree with the science. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, because science isn't really real what, what they believe in. No. You know? um, gender and same-sex marriage. So I think Donald Trump actually doesn't care about it. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the issues. It's one of the issues. Uh, He's like, ah, if you're gay, who cares? But don't be Mexican uh, or just, Muslim or a woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to find out about this. So should religious, uh, should transgender people be allowed to use the bathroom of their choice? Um, it, it, Trump is not clear on this. Uh, <laughs> clearly, Hillary thinks that they should be able to. Should uh, same-sex marriage be legal? Uh, Clinton now thinks it should be, although she initially opposed it. And uh, mm. Trump says know. no. He thinks that a same-sex marriage shouldn't be legal. But, okay. it, but it is legal. Yeah. So he, he wants to go back. He wants to overturn that, uh, right. that law, I guess. Um, all right. Um, he can't think there is, I mean... He could try, there are ways, to try, I'm just saying like, there are checks and balances in the US Supreme Court. Anyways, yeah. Sebastian's got to go. I got to go. All right. You got to go, Sebastian? I do. All right then. Well. It's, yeah, it's a long story, but I, my, my, you have things to my do. My woman, 
at oh, yeah. home has sense of woman because that's a translation from, from French. Femme. <laughs> your femme. My femme. Your he's looking at me. It's he's it. like, I don't mean that as a <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> doesn't mean that as a, as a sexist thing. That's what the French do. Okay, that's it's not sexist. It's French. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, say hello. Say no, because hel- she's my she's she's my paxi. I don't. She's not my yeah. wife. She's, she's not my, pa- my girlfriend. You can't she's, say girlfriend. Is, You've had girlfriend two kids. Is, is, you can't say girlfriend. I can't say girlfriend no. because I have two kids, but I can't say wife because we're not married. So yeah. I say woman. So it's not woman you, either. But I don't know what you. Paxi is weird. Partner. Partner. No one knows but what she's you're. Not, she's not. She's more than a partner. Nobody uh, listening understands what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Pax. What's a pax? Uh, oh. Uh, a pax is basically a sort of a civil partnership. It's not a yeah. full marriage. It's a civil partnership. Civil so you're gay you. married to your girlfriend. I am yeah. gay married to my girlfriend. Right. Thank you for. Uh, oh, that, is that yours? That's my joke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, I, no uh, he's not gay married to his girlfriend because uh, there's real gay marriage in France. So you're fake gay married to your girlfriend. Yeah. Because the pax fake. was created for gay and people. And also the fact that we're a man and a woman. Right. Uh, but so yeah, so I she has to go to work, and I and I have two kids, so I have to take care of the kids, and so she's waiting for me to get back home, right? To yeah. take care. Well, of the go, kids. go, 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 go save your family. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna save my. Sebastian, thank you very much for coming thank on you. the podcast again, and uh, see you soon. I will say hello to we your will. your woman <laughs> for us. <laughs> right, I'm going to pause offspring. the I'm going to pause the podcast. Okay, so podcast has been unpaused. Sebastian has left <laughs> in order to go and uh, see his woman and look after his family and all yeah. that stuff. Um, so I think we just need to wrap this up, Sarah. Sure. Um, sorry for stealing your joke there. <laughs> I didn't realize. It's all deeply ingrained. I'm it sure is. Luke has explained to everyone that we've seen each other's comedy set so many times. Sometimes it just these things flow out. Yeah, that's I right. So it's just funny. We're eat, we're, all of our yeah. comedy sets have been imprinted on each other's yeah. brains now, and so they just come out like that yeah. sometimes. Uh, do you want some facts? I like love some, some facts. facts. Give me some factoids. I'm going I'm to fact you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounded inappropriate. It, didn't, it wasn't supposed to. It was just supposed to sound funny. Anyway, here are some, <laughs> here are some political facts. So we, we've already established that the, both of the candidates are old. They're old, yeah. quite old. Trump is going to be 70 in November and Hillary will be 69. Um, so they can, we're going to have an old president. Uh, they're both from New York City originally. Mm. Kind of interesting. Um, the same hometown, yeah. Yeah. Considering how big the US is. Yeah. I actually, right. I didn't know that. Both from New York. Trump has never held political public office. That is not surprising. Yeah. He's only ever looked after his own affairs. Right. Uh, Clinton, obviously, would be the first female president. Yep. Um, And uh, and, and I already mentioned this one. It's rare that a Democrat can succeed another Democrat. And it only happens when the incumbent has high approval ratings and Obama has some of the lowest uh, ratings (laughs) in recent history. So what do you think is going to happen, Sarah? Well, there's the optimist in me and there's the pessimist. I really, so this is a small sampling, but I have like, I don't know, 1300 Facebook friends or something Mm -hmm. coming from a lot of different parts of the US uh, and some of them are Republican and mixed around. And, you know, sometimes when these things things happen in the US, you know, 
um, Black Lives Matter, someone gets shot or Trump says something outrageous and then people will post things on Facebook and then Mm -hmm. I see my other friends posting stuff like, oh my God, I have to unfriend people because they're saying, I'm starting to see like some people's true colors when they're talking about these issues and I haven't really seen that. So on the one hand, that gives me hope that of Mm -hmm. I have this large Facebook group of friends and they're coming from all different places and I'm like, wow, I haven't, there's a couple people that seem to be Hillary haters, but I don't know if they're Trump supporters yeah. and they yeah. live in like Alabama and Michigan, um, which is just kind of interesting. So you're, you're, you're quietly optimistic. <laughs> I'm quietly optimistic, but then even the other day I was watching something and then I read some of the comments. I was watching like a video and then I read some of the comments and Trump has said so many times that Hillary Clinton is a liar. People really believe it when he's mm. the one who actually is a liar. And I yeah. think you can go, there's a website like Polyfax, and you can see they fact check everything that the candidates say. And I think Hillary, her honesty rating is quite high yeah. in terms of what she's saying yeah. and Trump's is low. And so it's just scary when like one of the things that Trump said recently in the past week was that, um, veterans who suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder just couldn't cut it. Yeah. Uh, Incredibly offensive to it's so offensive. military veterans. And it's, it just, and that just shows such a lack of understanding of like what military service is and how mm. it can affect people psychologically from and, someone who's never served. I mean, he criticized John McCain <laughs> for being captured in the Vietnam War. I, I read John McCain's uh, sort of uh, account of what he went through. Oh, Unbel- horrifying. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So John McCain was, uh, was, was shot down over Vietnam and he was captured and uh, he went through incredible levels of torture. For years. For years and yeah. years and years. And, he, you know, incredibly painful ordeal. And um, he never, ever ever uh, gave away any information about uh, the United States. Um, He was incredibly patriotic. I mean, you know, he's a Republican. I don't really believe in his policies and stuff, but I was incredibly impressed by how strong and how patriotic and how... um, Because he became, he went on to become a U.S. Senator for Arizona and he also ran for president, just to give some backup for people who might not know. Um, But he was an incredibly brave soldier and he went through a hell of a lot and Trump was just so dismissive and so disrespectful of John yeah. McCain. Like say what you like about McCain's policies, everyone's got some respect for the the ordeal that he went through and and how devoted he was to his country, you know. I mean, I, you know, I'm not mad about patriotic sort of militarism or anything, but still, Trump just dismissed it. It's dismissing sacrifices that people make. I mean, that's why people have respect for people who go into the military cuz you know, whether or not you agree, you know, like Luke was saying, there's patriotism, maybe you don't agree with the United States military action. At the end of the day, individual people are putting their lives on yeah. the line. And he's very, yeah, dismissive, dismissive, lack of understanding. So anyways. Um, so you were saying that you were, you were quietly Quietly uh, optimistic, optimistic. But then I read some comments and people are saying Hillary Clinton's a liar. I'm a veteran and you know, I support Donald Trump just, and it's, you just think how, I think there's, how? I, I, th- I just think that the, um, the public perception of Hillary Clinton is so negative that, uh, it could really work against her. And, um, I mean, you know, there's only one way to find out. There but is only one way. I'll to be find keeping out. my fingers crossed because I don't want, <laughs> um, Donald Trump to be, pro- I don't think he's fit to be president. 
Um, I don't think he's, you know, a suitable candidate really. And he's only managed to slip through into um, this position because of uh, various other factors. But I, I just, I, I just don't think he would be a healthy person to, to have the nuclear codes. I, I just, I'm not. He's s- impulsive. I mean, he's all the things that you don't want. Yeah, you want someone who's dignified and measured, and even who- if they, even if you don't agree with their policies, you would like someone who's dignified and measured. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you think about Theresa Mays. I don't really know anything about her. I think she's her. dignified and measured, but, but I don't I don't agree <laughs> I don't agree with what she's doing, right. but I think she's dignified and measured. She's certainly got that sort of statesmanlike yeah. um thing going on Un- unlike someone like Boris Johnson who was not really statesmanlike. And what is he? He's he's a he's a cabinet He's now minister? he's now a minister uh, he's the minister for um foreign affairs. Yeah, he's our he's our basically our our uh, secretary of state kind of thing. Um he deals with he's he's one of the people attempting to to deal with the Brexit uh, negotiations. Oh. So this is the guy who was voting for us to leave for all these all this time and he's now in a position to negotiate our a great deal um with the people who he you know, fought against before. Anyway, okay. Well, I was just, I was just making the thing because I don't know, making the comparison because mm. I don't know much about her. But I'm assuming, even though, and you, yeah, like you don't agree with her policies, and that's totally fine. But you can at least say, well, I know she's not just going to blow up England. <laughs> yeah, because England, you know, made fun of your haircut. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, well. We will see. I, I think the polls mm-hmm. are pretty level still. I think mm-hmm. Hillary's got the edge, depending on who you talk to. But um, we'll we will see. But and like, hopefully, America's not going to follow in Britain's footsteps and do something stupid. I would really, really hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I I will cry. Mm. I will literally. I like for the Brexit. I was shocked. Yeah. And I felt. Poorly, I felt really bad for my English friends. I felt terrible for ages. I felt re- like, truly, like I couldn't believe it. And I felt really, really bad. So I think if Donald Trump wins, like I'll cry. I'll be ashamed to be an American. Uh, it's gonna, it, would, it will feel, if he does win, it will feel, maybe I should say if he did win, it would feel really yeah. uh, awful. I it's going to feel really bad. And, 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 you know, we will see Trump on the television, you know, sort of uh, uh, congratulating himself. But then there'll be that realization of like, this guy is going to be our president. Well, really? And, and it's like I said, you know, I talked to my dad about I, this too. I, sorry, I say our president. I mean, our president. your president. <laughs> right. But he kind of like, you know, president of more than America, isn't it? The pre- you know? I mean... Well, that's because a whole because other, because yeah. they're the the most powerful nation on earth. Yeah, and they're involved. So the U.S. is and we're we're involved in everyone else's political affairs, and we yeah. make it a priority to be kind of have our hands in everyone's stuff. So yeah. it does affect people. But I think because he's not measured, he doesn't have any self control. There are ways of how the government actually works and functions, and he can't bypass that. He's not. It's not a CEO yeah. role, and so he, he will get trapped up he'll either just get frustrated and leave or he's gonna get tripped up because that's not how because in in the government like yeah he'll have his cabinet that he's gonna appoint or whatever but then you have all the bureaucrats that run the government that have you know Mm. there's 
there's procedures. It's, you know, that's why. So the whole <laughs> whole system could come grinding to a halt. The whole system could come grinding to a halt and it could come grinding to a halt to stop him from doing something stupid. Maybe, you know, the possible good outcome of this could be that if Donald Trump did win, that it somehow along the line, it would kind of um, ref- there would be reforms of the political system and it would somehow shock the system into kind of making various changes to make things, you know, to improve things, to, to solve the problems. Cause he's essentially gaining support because people don't believe in the political system anymore. Yeah. People think the political system is corrupt and doesn't work and ineffective. So they support Trump because they think he's an, an alternative to that. They don't realize that he's, you know, he's not really a viable alternative. It's like the Brexit thing in this way that a lot of people voted uh, to leave because they just did it as a protest against the mainstream political system. Um, not because they thought that Britain should leave the European Union, but because they didn't like David Cameron and they just perceived it to be the mainstream thing. And so, right. a, as a as a general, out of a general sense of dissatisfaction, people voted no. Like they could have, the whole thing could have been solved if. Facebook had put a dislike button on the European right. Union. You right. know, people could just dislike the European Union and then that could have got it out their system. Right. That's Instead. a bit dismi- that's a bit dismissive of the, the, the Leave campaign, but you know, there it is. So I think a lot of people still are voting or supporting Trump because they see it as a vote against uh, a system that they no longer believe in. So maybe totally. if he did get in, then uh, it would shake up the system and we'd end up with a, a slightly more democratic uh, thing. Who knows? Or, or it could all go uh, pear-shaped. Who knows? It is definitely a crazy time. My parents are flying uh, to France to visit me the day before the election. So we will all have voted. I voted. My parents, I think. My dad got his absentee ballot. He's going to vote. My mom will get hers. So we'll just be three Americans just sitting nervously watching what happens. Uh, I probably will stay up and watch as I used to when I lived in D.C. D.C., you have election viewing parties. People get together with their friends and they watch the returns come in and you see who wins. Uh, But this one, I will be on my couch just sweating. Me too. Sweating bullets. I'm going to stay up and watch it too. I love all this stuff. It's it's so important. Okay, Sarah Donnelly, thank you very much for coming on Luke's thank English you Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for giving us all your opinions and things on this <laughs> subject. And, um, you know, we just hope for the best in the future. All right, then. So, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that was our conversation about the American election. There were opinions flying around. There were words flying around. There was a hell of a lot of uh, detail in there, um, in that conversation. Um, I expect it was pretty complicated, possibly difficult to understand. Um, I could spend forever untangling all of that and explaining the words and breaking it down bit by bit so that you understand everything. But frankly, honestly, that would take me hours and hours and hours of time and I just can't do that. So in the end... Um, I think perhaps the best thing to do was just to play you a natural conversation about the US election instead of going through the whole thing in huge amounts of detail, Um, even if it was hard for you to to follow that conversation. I wanted to do something about the US election. I think it's really interesting. Uh, 
So anyway, what I'm basically what I'm doing is justifying to you now why I've just played over an hour of free-flowing conversation that may have been difficult to understand. But I suppose if you've managed to listen all the way to this point, then you are convinced that it was a good idea. If you, I imagine some people got a few minutes into that and they were like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I don't want to do this. And then they gave up. But not you. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think it was probably difficult to understand. Perhaps because we were talking rather quickly. Perhaps because we were talking over each other a bit. Uh, perhaps because it was difficult uh, to understand the American accents of uh, Sebastian and Sarah. Uh, or perhaps because you just don't know the subject very well, and that made it hard to understand. Uh, so if it was a struggle to understand everything, then, well, well done for making it through to the end of the episode here. Nice one. Um, and if it wasn't a struggle, and in fact you understood all of it, um, and you feel you understood you know, the, the vast majority of the conversation, then well done you. Not to patronise you, I don't mean to patronise you, you know, this is a learning English podcast, and I suppose part of what I'm trying to do is help people to learn English, and my role is to be the kind of teacher guy, um, but sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit patronising, like I'm saying, well done, well done, aren't you clever, you understood the words. I don't mean to be patronising, I'm just trying to fulfil the role of the teacher. Of course, of course, of course, you understand, of course you do. Now, I expect that there are some Trump fans out there who listened to this episode. Um, in fact, you might still be listening. There may be some Trump fans listening to this who got triggered by some of our comments. To get triggered by something, that's when um, something kind of uh, makes you react. If something causes you to sort of react strongly, to be triggered by something. So you might have been triggered by some of our comments. Maybe you feel angry or annoyed or something. You might have strong feelings that you... Uh, want to res- uh, that you want to uh, write about. You might have some strong feelings uh, about what we said. Um, now, can I suggest that if that is the case, that you take a deep breath uh, before you start writing any comments on my website? Okay. Um, also, I'm sure that there are some anti-Hillary people out there as well. Uh, again. Don't spread hateful comments on the website. Instead, I encourage you to present a developed argument and a, a, a well-thought-through argument, um, not the sort of hateful nonsense that you sometimes find under the average YouTube video. Uh, don't write mindless uh, abuse or anything. Um, if you've got angry comments, take a deep breath and think about how to put them into something a bit more articulate, okay? Because, you know, your points of view are valid if you can express them in the right way. Um, So whatever your thoughts and feelings, please do join in the conversation and leave your comments on the page for this episode. Um, In fact, I have a few questions for you, and you can answer as many of these questions as you like. Uh, The first question was, how was the conversation for you? Did you understand it all? Second question, what do you think of Hillary? Third question, what do you think of Trump? Fourth question, who do you think will win? And the fifth question, who do you hope will win? Okay, Um, and you can leave any other thoughts and comments that you want. And I look forward to reading those on the website uh, soon. And also, I look forward to seeing little conversations springing up, as they often do on the the, uh, website these days. Okay, that's the end. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll speak to you again soon. But for now, it's time to say goodbye, bye, 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 bye.
Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.